Hello and welcome to episode three of Hit the Post podcast. Um, we've made it to the third episode now. We had a good solid first two episodes and the future's looking bright. So we asked everyone who's listening to please keep sharing it to your friends and to help us grow even more. We'd uh, thank you very much for that. And uh, first of all, I would like to introduce our guest today. We've got four other people with us today so first of all we've got Zeki he's been with us for the last two podcasts we've also got um a newcomer Matt if you'd like to introduce yourself hello Matt is me Ms. Matt here Man City supporter and we've also got Ben hello I'm Ben from Spot Liverpool mm-hmm. and finish off Lucas back for his third week in a row yeah so uh it's the Premier League's back um we had last week's football. Um, it's quite interesting to see some of the football. Yeah. Certain teams were suffering uh, after three months off. Some teams looked like they hadn't missed any football at all. Uh, what 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 are we thinking about that? I mean, yeah, it's kind of a mix. You know, some teams looked really up to the paces. Some teams looked really lethargic, like Sheffield United, especially. But in all, it was it was decent. Yeah, yeah, I can agree. Some teams have come back <coughs> weak. I mean, look at Sheffield; they were flying before the the break, and then they've come back with um, really bad performances. Newcastle yeah. devastated them three 0 to Newcastle. Even worse, Gillingham scored. Yes, did you see his first chance? Yeah, he's shooting goalie. Yeah, get well, the... I, don't, I don't get how he's missed that. I would, I would have buried that. That was an unreal mess. One of the worst I've ever seen in a top flight league. That's something you expect to see from uh, the French leagues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but Newcastle looked good though, uh, nevertheless. Yeah, Newcastle playing some good football. Maximum looks really... That's the first time, apart from United, when he played against United at home, that's the first time I've seen him play full 90 minutes. Yeah, well, he did come up towards the end, but he played brilliant. He, he did really well. Defensively, he was getting back as well. A mm. um, couple of unnecessary fouls, but still, he had a brilliant game. Yeah, he did, 100%. Uh, elsewhere from last week's football, we also had Tottenham versus United. That was cool. last week's match of the week. Um, Zachary Luke, what were your thoughts um, about United? That I game? mean, in the first half, we were abysmal, but then when Pogba and Grimo came on, it really changed the game, didn't it? And we started looking really fluent attacking-wise, mm. and we got a point out of it in the end, so... Is what I think we we dropped we actually dropped points that game. I think we should have easily won yeah. that a proper Mourinho Mourinho match. That was eleven men behind the ball. Um, Tottenham did well defensively. I think yeah. Sanchez especially stood out for me. Yeah, he did Sanchez. really well. He really well. Um, Pogba and Green will change the game. Pogba should have come on sooner in half time. But I'm not sure if he would have made the same impact on the game if he started. That's the only problem with his fitness not being the best. We're not seeing really behind the scenes how good his fitness has been. But yeah. when he came on especially, he did look tired towards the end because he was up and down the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pogba definitely stood out um, for me, for you guys, because he was the player that scared me most when he came on. Um, his physicality completely changed the midfield uh, for you. Yeah. He made so many more chances and it... It, technique-wise, he looks like he hasn't forgot about yeah, football. Yeah, he hasn't dropped anything. Yeah. Uh, but... I think on Wednesday, Matic has got to start for United, I think. Yeah. Like, when he came on, um, he, he just looked solid. 
Yeah. He's like, um, he knows what he's doing. He's comfortable on the ball. I was saying before but, the game that Matu should have started over McTominay. I was actually fuming when he wasn't. To be fair, McTominay didn't too too bad no, the no. first half. A couple of mid, misplaced passes, but what can you expect? They've been out for how many months now? So yeah. I, I was happy with McTominay. Most of our team moments. were below par. To be honest, they weren't that good at all, especially in that first half. Yeah, James James was James the worst, was I think. Definitely. James was really off it. I mean, it's his first season. Ollie should not be playing him this much, really. He should not be playing Champ- him this much. Yeah. Championship quality. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Harry Maguire didn't have a good game either. Yeah, no, Maguire, especially for no, the third one goal. Yeah. No, but to be honest, Maguire has been, I think he's been really good for United up to now. Oh, season. yeah. I mean, he's always been you like can see complications. There's the confrontations of him playing bad, but they're only coming out after a mistake that lead that led leads to a goal. If he, if he has a good game, they never come out. That, that's why. Yeah. That's why football's controlled over the media, and that just changes everyone's opinion on a player. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Anyways, from my perspective, Tottenham, we had a very good game, especially defensively. Yeah, I, that was, was arguably, even though we conceded the penalty, it was our best defensive. Uh, performance of the season I, I know we had that clean sheet against Man City but I believe that was down to luck whereas this game against United we looked more composed and uh, luck was less against us and it was more of a, a solid performance in general yeah. anyways um, nevertheless mo- moving on um, Arsenal they've had a Horrific <laughs> They've had return. a good start. Good <laughs> yeah, let, let's start with um, the Arsenal Man City game. I, w- I want to hear Matt's thoughts on this as a City fan. Nah, it, it was a beautiful game. David Luiz, uh, I love him. He's, he's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man of the match. Solid. Man of the match. It, it's strange how far he's declined in ability, though. Once he was held as one of the best defenders in the world, and now he's a laughing stock for the whole country. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Arsenal in the first half wasn't that bad. I mean, David Luiz, yeah. mistake changed the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Arsenal had a good first twenty minutes of the game. To be honest, lot they weren't that bad. I'd say. Yeah, they they impressed me because it was a like genuine improvement from Emery, but then it just collapsed. Yeah, yeah. I think they they switched off by the time the third goal. The set when the second goal went in, I think Arsenal switched off. But yeah. um, to be fair, I thought they would have conceded a couple with ten men on the pitch. Aguero yeah. Foden missed a lot of chances in the last minute. Yeah, Aguero did, did look um, lively. Yeah. Bernardo fan. Yeah, man, the two. Yeah. A big chance. It was not nice to see Foden get on the score sheet, though. Definitely, yeah. Hopefully. He's, he's starting right now. Tonight's game. He yeah. started yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Phil Foden, he's one of the uh, youngsters I've rated the most on, on the planet. Um, I believe we had the same conversation a few weeks back, but I... Yeah, I, that was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you rated him because of your football manager. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, he's certainly uh, youngster with he's got one of the highest potentials in England. I think he, he, his is um highest along with Greenwood. That's yeah, him opinion. and Greenwood definitely. Him, Greenwood, Flacco, obviously the top three. You know, highest potential. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, to be honest, I've not seen much from him up to now. But then he's not really been given the opportunity. Yeah, just want to see him play more. Yeah, he hasn't played a lot this season. 
I, w- I want him to prove me wrong because he's actually local to where I live. He lives in the area I'm from, so it'd be nice to see him do well. <laughs> yes. Uh, moving on to more of Arsenal shockers. That Brighton game was it was something else. That Brighton sure. game was hilarious to me. <laughs> more pay. More pay in the <laughs> One word, more pay. Yeah. More pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, when does he didn't even get the ban? Oh, yeah, well, no, he, didn't he didn't get away with it. He didn't get away with it. They feel they feel sorry for Arsenal, so they yeah. get away with it. <laughs> yeah, they'd rub him on the pitch because he just ruins the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we were talking about the other week how like he's really not looking someone that Arsenal can move forward within the midfield. He's not yeah, looking he anything special, especially in that Brighton game. So slow to move the ball. And not, not only that, I've always had doubts over his attitude and it showing in that game. His attitude's poor and it's going to cost him a lot in the future, I think. 100%. Yeah, yeah. but but ne- nevertheless, that game bringing Lando's injury, it was horrific. But do you think more pace should have been more careful? Mm, no, 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 I don't think. think I, no, I, don't, I, th- I think he has, has the right to challenge the goalkeeper. I mean, that's what you want your strike to do. You, so you don't blame him for challenging it, but I think it went great. But it was bad luck. It was bad luck. Yeah. I know Leno could have landed, no injury, but unfortunately yeah, it was like that. Dodgy place on his foot. Did you, yeah. did you see the, uh, the the news that Arsenal wants uh, Joe Hart? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> What an embarrassment! I generally think it could be a good choice, but I also know I don't that Joe so. Hart's passed it. He's declining. Now Joe Hart's easily passed it, especially since 2016 in the Euros when he was the mayor. He's not even. He's not even on the bench for Burnley tonight. Yeah. No, he's not their second goalkeeper. It's, there's so many better options if they need an emergency backup. I mean. Who who is their current backup keeper? Martinez. Yeah, Martinez, Martinez now. Then it's Matt Macy below, I think. Mm, yeah, I, I don't see how it's warranted this emergency transfer. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it depends if Leno is going to be out for like longer than six months or something. But obviously, he's probably been one of their best players this season, so it is a big, the big blow yeah. for Arsenal. He's the only player that's been consistent for them. Yeah. But it is what it is anyway. Let's move on to... Uh, actually, let's put Ben in the spotlight with Liverpool versus Everton. What what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. But it, was just, it was a strange game, I think. Because mm. for most of our players, it was like the first time playing with no fans, or well, second time playing with no fans. And a couple of people out of position. I can know my was playing on the right wing, which I didn't think it was that bad, but... He likes to play more central than a Firmino role. Yeah, he, I, I don't know why Salah didn't start. Was it some sort of injury before the game? Fitness. It was a fitness. bit of an injury, I think, of going on. Hmm. What, what actually oh, I, I, I found as the highlight of that match was the start when Mane um, was <laughs> yeah. aware of the drill and ran into the half. Yeah. That was probably the most checking bit of that game. Yeah, for sure, that, that was the best part of the game, but... Personally, I think Everton could have had that game easily. They had a yeah. couple yeah, of chances. Yeah, did y'all go make off the day off the line? Mm, yeah, and, and the suit. And the Davies. That mm. back heel from uh, yeah, Carmichael. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and as soon as Lovin was brought on, that just very wow. good, um, your hope. I'll never want to see him in the blue shirt again. <laughs> never. Yeah, I, 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 I sadly see where you're coming from, but it, it baffles me that Tottenham were linked to him a few months ago. Um, for when Vertonga goes, and he was one of apparently one of Mourinho's uh, key targets. Ooh. So I'm I'm hoping that's been put under the bed. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I believe I believe it's me and Zeki. We predicted that to be a draw, didn't we? Yeah, well, we, well, you said first of all that you had a feeling that um, Liverpool's um, confidence and the momentum's going to go, and I can see that it's obviously it was shown yesterday they didn't look too confident. To be honest, I mean, if you look at the results just before the um, the lockdown and the Premier League being paused, it wasn't the best losing to Watford, losing to Atletico twice. Yeah, definitely. Um, Chelsea, the Chelsea game they had as well. Yes, getting beat Chelsea in the cup. I mean, yeah. Just as we speak, Foden has scored for Man City. He's put them one new up. So. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. My prediction is coming true. He's getting yeah. the Ballon d'Or 2020. Fair play. Fair play. Uh, what's the goal like? Have you got? I, know, I haven't got a video, but Bernardo Bernardo Silva got the assist. But I have no video of it at the moment. But. Mm. Anyway, so I, I think also we all we all expected uh, Everton to. Come back stronger because of Ancelotti. Yeah. He's still relatively new to the job, and he's now been given that time to enforce his system and improve the players. And that definitely showing on Sunday, and that's why they got the, the formation worked brilliantly. I think that um, Everton's formation worked really well with the two up front, Calvert Lewin and Richarlison. They're looking really good, the bonding yeah. together. Yeah. I mean, if you you seen that chance, you know where Calvert Lewin um, clipped it over the top to Richarlison, and Richarlison just couldn't keep his shot down. Just an example of what's to come from those two. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a good link up, definitely. Yeah, and is an exceptional player. He's still young as well, I believe. And I think he's still got a lot of potential to fulfil. Yeah. So, last season, he's been quality of working, like, at least mm. 10 goals in the last two seasons. Mm. Yeah, and you suddenly see those goal contributions uh, becoming much more frequent under Ancelotti. Yeah. Yeah, I think generally for Angelo, he's been over the last 10 years Everton's best decision. It's remarkable how they got him. One of Everton bought a few years back. That's why they're getting this sort of recruitment in. Well, I'm, I'm not too sure, to be honest. But... Yeah, because I know that they have really ambitious plans. They've got a stadium coming. Yeah, got a stadium coming in. It was their CEO mm-hmm. over someone who wanted to make them a top. Four clubs. Yeah. I mean, but that's just both them. now, but I don't know. A few positive results on Dunshalotti that could be moving closer to the Europa League, definitely. I'd say for next season, it'll be really good. A good boost for them to finish the season well this year. And then um, hopefully, maybe getting a couple of signings that they need. Definitely. And um, hopefully improve next season. But just seeing that Foden goal, brilliant finish outside of the box. Left yeah. foot tucks mm-hmm. it in the bottom corner. Mm. Interesting, but on the note of next season, I'm actually really looking forward to next season because we're going to have about seven or eight clubs who are generally going to challenge for top four. Yeah. And I think on top of that, um, so, sorry for you to hear this, Ben, but Liverpool won't be as dominant. No, definitely. Sure. Like, other teams are no. going to be catching up to Liverpool, definitely. 
especially if Liverpool don't sign no one. Yeah, we don't. We don't look at going in um, strength in the team, but everyone else is around the top four. So obviously, not going to be as dominant as this year. Mm. Yeah. It depends if anyone was to leave Liverpool this summer. That that would be the interesting thing to consider. I mean, who Ben? Who would you rather ha- um, have to give up, Mane or Salah? Well, I wouldn't. I'd say none. But if I had to choose one, I'd pick Salah over Mane. Really? To give up Barkley. I'd keep Shelley because he's so crucial. Mm-hmm. Manny can win the games. But I'll say like that, I've seen the stats that Shelley, he's got so many game winners for us, so many big moments for the club since he's joined. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, see yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, Mane's a better player ability-wise, but as an all-round player with the mentality, I think Salah one-ups in there. And as Ben said, he's more crucial to the team. Robertson was missing for Liverpool definitely he was a huge miss yeah. you could just tell you weren't confident yeah. normally Alexander-Arnold will see me switching the ball um, that's another point I wanted wanted to come on to Alexander-Arnold he had a shocker of a game I've never seen him play that he bad he was dispossessed so times. many so many bad passes and decisions mm. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Do you, do you think Liverpool are going to um, turn that round or do you think it's downhill from here? Um, I can't, to be honest. We were saying before the podcast that if any season Liverpool were to bottle it, it would be this season. But looking at the, the fixtures they've got, I can just see them getting those wins that they need. I mean, obviously, yeah. Palace on Wednesday. Wednesday they, should, they should be winning that. If um, Chelsea get a result with City on Thursday, that could be hard if they win the league. Yeah, because I, de- I definitely don't see City winning all their remaining games. That, that's a guarantee, I think. Yeah, I was impressed with um, Everton's left. Who was on the out wide for him? They had the Black Lives Matter on the shirts. So I, I wasn't too sure who it was, but just having a look now, it was an- an- Anthony Gordon. Oh, no. I think he, he looked impressive. He's only 19 years of age, and I, I think he, he had a really good game. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyways, just let on viewers know, um, it seems like we lost Matt. Um, he may be coming back on, but we can't say for sure. So I do apologise if you want to hear the opinions of a Man City fan. Anyways, next, week, next week's fixtures, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, there's there's some good games in there, especially um, Spurs playing Tottenham tomorrow night. Man, um, our, we're playing uh, Sheffield United on Wednesday, and that'll be a very big game. Chelsea mm-hmm. plus City on Thursday night, so definitely good games there. Yeah, hundred percent. What are you looking forward to most? I mean, apart from United. I mean, yeah, um, probably Chelsea City because it has huge implications on us. Obviously, I want City to win so we can catch up to Chelsea in the. Yeah. So. I mean, Chelsea didn't look the best against Villa. Um, Giroud's goal was lucky. Yeah, Villa could have had a couple of other chances. They had chances towards the end. They could have put them away. Yeah, I mean, Villa was so yeah. deep in that game. Like, I, mean, I know, I reckon if they got decided to get forward a bit more, they could have grabbed a goal. Yeah, I mean, you look at Keenan Davis in that game. He was so isolated from all the um, other Villa. Yeah, players. definitely. Yeah, yeah. As a young striker, really inexperienced, like, it's hard for him to start there, but... What what did you guys think of um, Jack Grealish? Because 
he was fouled a couple of times going forward, so it just shows that he's a threat yeah, he, going forward. So he, di- he didn't have his best game, but he did look lively. Yeah, he looked lively. He was really bringing the team forward, you know. He got the ball in a lot of space sometimes, but I don't think he was on point, you know. He didn't release it in the right places. Like, a few times, Keenan Davis was few, and um, Jack Grealish just kept the ball to himself, but it was a decent game from him, though, but... I think Grealish needs to make that statement with a goal contribution because that's what people are expecting of him, especially yeah, United be- fans who are um, believe that he may be coming to your club. I'm not sure. I believe that's died down. Yeah. But, oh, but still, it's a concern that he's not set up anything for the team yet. But anyways, uh, are, are you hopeful for the Sheffield United game? Yeah, definitely, especially with um, they're going to miss Dean Henderson and they've all, they're also going to miss uh, John Egan at the back. So, Ooh, oh, oh, yeah, he got a red card. We should get three points. Wednesday. Good point. John Egan is, is is solid for them and his red card was so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, he didn't really have to make the tackles he made. Mm. Yeah. And the first one was just a bit of a scrap with um, Jolinton, which was unnecessary mm-hmm. as well. Mm. Elsewhere, Ben, Liverpool play Crystal Palace. Are you hopeful? Istanbul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get don't bring that up. But yeah, I'm I'm hopeful considering that much like we're twenty five points clear, we're like, the best team in the world at the moment where it was before <laughs> Daniel before we started uh, going downhill. But I am hopeful, yeah, because if we, if you can start um Robertson and uh Shallow can play. Honestly, if Lovren doesn't start, I'm hopeful. If if Lovren starting, I'll be a bit nervous, but apart from that. Crystal Palace are a really strange team I mean sometimes they come up with a really good solid performance and sometimes they're just all over the place Yeah, it was Bournemouth on Saturday night wasn't it they got three points yeah good good squad performance but Zaha really looked off it I've never seen much in Zaha I reckon he's he's highly overrated like we've we've also got to consider he's now what 27 I believe I mean, yeah. it's not that he's yeah. got potential to fulfil anymore. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, that's that's really 27, and I didn't know he was 27. Um, yeah, there was a chance towards the end where, fair, fair enough, he's tired, he's played a full game, but a striker should be finishing that, tired or not. It was a simple chance. He tried to take it inside, no skill, no step over, he just tried to curl it in and it's miles wide. Mm. Yeah, but on the note of Crystal Palace's performances, they always seem to have one of their best performances of the season against Liverpool. Yeah, what I've um, last yeah. season they were they two one up at one point when yeah. of, um, James Tompkins scored in either and um, Salah scored a brace. I forgot, but they were very lucky yeah. not to the drop points. They are saving you early in the season too, you know, for me, you know, that late winner, but... Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah but nevertheless, other, other fixtures, um, Arsenal against Southampton, that's definitely yeah, going to be interesting. If Arsenal take this third loss in a row, then this yeah. is really shocking. And do you know what? They can't, I can't, Arsenal cannot blame their manager anymore. They've yeah, had what? How many manager players. changes, and and there's no difference in the squad. I think it's something to do with the team. Yeah, the, they're just not performing. They don't look like they want to play for Arsenal. Yeah, it's that people don't realise the quality in their squad's poor. I think their only standout players are 
Leno and Aubameyang. Lacazette's Lach- all right, Xhaka's all right. But overall, the squad quality, it really lacks. And it, yeah, I generally awesome. think it is that of a mid-table team now. Yeah, I can, de- I can definitely see Southampton winning on Thursday, you know, with an informed Danny Ings, you know. Mm. I can definitely see them. And especially um, Southampton's kind of a bogey team to Arsenal too, so it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, definitely. We've also got Villa against Wolves. I think that'll be an interesting one because they're both fighting for different things. Survival in the Champions League. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you think it's going to be a good game? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, Wolves are level on points with us, so obviously I'm going to be hoping for... Who are they playing against, Uh Villa. Yeah, obviously I'm going to be hoping for Villa winning that, but... I mean, I definitely still think uh, Wolves will get the win, though. Yeah, I mean, especially, what is it, when I was watching Wolves the other day against West Ham, they they looked deadly up front. They looked so deadly. Especially after Toyore came on. Got the assist for Jimenez's goal. I mean, Jimenez is such an underage Dyko, my eyes. Like, he's brilliant. Yeah, he is really good. But a lot of people saying get him in at United, but I just, with the team we're going for the younger team I just don't think we really need to be paying that much for him yeah it's 50 mil or something I'd still love him but not that far so I don't look him mm. on, on the side note Matt's returned hello Matt yes shit connection sorry um, no, no worries my friend <laughs> anyways but on, on the night Wolves um, if you had the choice between the two who would you rather out of Traore and Jimenez Jimenez for me you take Traore. I mean, for Austria, I'll take um, Traore over James, of course. But I don't know, there's no one player I'd rather him in as. Zeki, what thoughts on that? Um, Martial that does, does have his off games, but then I suppose we've got Igalo to cover because he's not really shown himself enough yet, Igalo. People need to give him a bit of a chance. Obviously, he's not going to do amazing, but yeah. if you, at the moment, I'm happy with him as a cover for just no, till the end of the yeah, season. Too. Mm. So, yeah, I'd take Chai already. Yeah. He, he only looks like he's going to improve. Yeah, Chai um, levels had James. Yeah. But to be fair, if Chai was to improve anywhere, I think he'd improve under Pep. That's yeah. a fair point. Matt, um, talking about Pep, Chai or Jimenez, I mean, Traore hurt us in, in the both game we lost against them. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially first game, counter-attacking football. Put yeah. He's, he's on finishing, he's improving. His finishing is definitely yeah, improving. improving. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was his, his problem, his end product. His end product last season was awful. He only scored one goal, so yeah. it's good to see that he's improved that season. His decision-making just needs a bit of improvement, and I think that's something he could work on at um, City under Pep. Yeah. Yeah, especially... He, he was making a better player. Yeah, especially he definitely fits into Pep's system too. I mean, he's high-pressing, his pace... He, he's a Pep player from yeah. what I see. Anyways, um, Ben, Traore, Jimenez, it's up to you now. Traore, I don't know why, but Traore on the club, I think it'll be 10 times better than you. Surely you want a striker who's more efficient in goal than Firmino, though? We'd have to change our system, I don't think a striker like that would fit us. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't. Oh. What was that, Lucha? Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, anyways, um, let's let's move on to talk about our big match, Chelsea versus City. I want I want to hear more in detail about this one. Um, Lucha, would you like to start off talking about it? I mean, um, yeah, definitely, because they, they've always got a chance, but it's not mathematically lost the league, so I definitely think City will go strong for it. Um, obviously, Chelsea needs to keep the consistency up for getting top four, so hmm. it's going to be a good game, definitely. Yeah, it's another big game in the top four, but exactly what are you thinking about this game? Um, to be honest, I can see Chelsea getting a result, even though they've not had the best... Um, game against Aston Villa, I can see them doing well. I mean, we've seen City um, slip up against uh, Tottenham this season, against United twice, um, Liverpool. So, no. who, who to say that Chelsea can't get a result? Yeah, definitely. And I believe, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I believe it was a few weeks ago on the podcast I said that um, it was about Chelsea and City's last encounter that Guardiola's least. Uh, possession-based game. Do you think we can see something similar like that from Lampard or do you think he will um, attempt something new considering he lost 3-1? I mean, uh, we talked about uh, Chelsea versus Villa, you know, how much possession they had, but I think it'll be opposite, you know, Guardiola's known for his possession, so mm. I've definitely seen the Man City's way in possession ways. Yeah. I think Lampard, he's got to start um, Pulisic if he's looking for a result. Yeah, um, I just don't think Willian's strong enough in the team. He's too um, I don't know what's the word. Um, on the ball, he's he's just not good enough. He gets the ball away too much, and with City's pace, I just think, um, especially if Sane was to start, it, it, Chelsea could get ripped apart. It just depends the plan and how he starts the team. Yeah, as as we know from their last encounter that. Lampard knows that um, taking possession away will uh, take away Saints threat. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's definitely game we're looking forward to. Um, I'm hoping. Anyways, uh, elsewhere with the Chelsea City game, um, we, we know Chelsea have a strong midfield. Um, do you think it's stronger than City's? No, I don't think so, but it definitely is close. I'd say so. Mm. Yeah, I know. Uh, on paper, Chelsea looks better, but you've got to consider the performances, performances of Jorginho and Kante this season. They haven't been up yeah, to scratch yeah. with their top seasons in the past. Yeah, I mean, by Kovacic, he's been absolutely class this season, especially in mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Zachy, what are your thoughts on the midfield? I mean, if you compare the midfields, you've got. Chelsea, they've got the defending Kante. He's more defensive with Mount and um, Kovacic, I believe. Is that is that that's the midfield three at the moment, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah so if you compare that to the cities, I mean, at the moment they've been playing Foden, Bernardo, and De Bruyne. Am I right? Or Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Sorry, yeah, Rodrigo. So the similar yeah. midfield, one holding and two going forward. So. I think the game could be won or lost in the midfield. It depends who turns up and who, yeah. who, who's midfield's looking more up the game. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Matt, as a City fan, what are you hoping for? 
Um, when you play I mean, Chelsea. I mean, th- I mean, this game doesn't mean anything for City, to be honest. I mean, it's it's about top four of Chelsea. I think everyone is so is gonna support City, especially Spurs, Arsenal, Wolverhampton fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, Chelsea. You have to to get the three points to close on on Leicester City, who I don't think they're gonna maintain top four. Yeah, I can see uh, Leicester dropping out. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah, we mentioned our last week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in regards to the team, though, uh, Matt, who, who do you think is going to feel the stronger lineup in general? Because uh, we we know City have better players, but we know Pep likes to rotate it a lot. So, what what were you sort of expecting? Oh, uh, by by the way, uh, it's two 0 to City. Really? Morris. Yes. I'll get the goal. Nice, but yes. yeah. Yes, uh, I think I think Chelsea are gonna go in with a strong team. I don't think uh, City need to play with a strong team. I think they get they're gonna need to start uh, the young players. I think they, uh, Garcia, hopefully, if he gets back from injury, mm-hmm. maybe he can get Cancelo. I don't think he's gonna play because Walker is gonna rest. Yes, but. But this is the problem with uh, with Guardiola. You never guess his lineup. He can do whatever he wants. I mean, I mean, if you never guess the bench tonight, it's incredible. The players have got the bench. So, Sonny does, doesn't even get a minute. No. Yeah, but, I mean, go on. I've just looked at Mars the torch. Beautiful. He cuts in on his left, and he does a little fake shot, and he draws them to the bottom corner with right foot. Beautiful ball. Lovely stuff. It's interesting to see the lineup anyway, because City do they've got the Chelsea game. And then they've got Newcastle after, and then the game after that is actually Liverpool, which could be a title-deciding game. So, yeah, yeah. see what what would happen. Does he play a strong team against Chelsea, rest at Newcastle, and then go for it at Liverpool? Mm. Yeah, Ben, yeah. you you must be the only person here hoping for uh, City defeat. <laughs> yeah. Anything for that. I just need Chelsea to come up with something. I'm open for the quality of Manchester City. You can beat anyone in anywhere, can't be from. Yeah. yeah. Show goals. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, City's rotations absolutely unbelievable. It was um, Mourinho at the start of the season. He said that the only teams that actually win the leader season were City, Liverpool, Tottenham, and City's beating. I mean, it's definitely known that their uh, squad qualities. Probably, I'd be one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Hey, by the way, three 0 Three 0 By the way, three 0 Yeah. 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 City have come back so strong. I just think Pep's been Morris. been brilliant with the trading sessions. He must have been because City have dominating seventy five percent possession. Three 0 first half. What What else can you ask for? Mm. I mean, yeah. Who 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 do you guys think will have the next fall? I mean, you look at Arsenal and United. They've had a massive drop. United are now challenging for top four and Arsenal are trying to stay in the top half of the uh, table. So, out of the teams at the moment, um, City and uh, and Liverpool, sorry, who do you think will end up um, dropping as low as United or Arsenal first? It has to be Liverpool. I would say Liverpool. City, but City have too much money yeah, to allow something like that to happen. Yeah. I think City will lose the most players, but I think they can just buy again because it's Man City at the end of the day. They're going to lose at what? Aguero, Sane, Fernandinho. 
Um, mm-hmm. Possibly De Bruyne. Pep Guardiola, maybe. If it, I can see Pep yeah. moving to Barca with De Bruyne if the Champions League ban holds up. Mm. Yeah, it's a fair point. Anyways, um, let's move on to our first weekly feature of this episode, and that'll be tweets from the timeline. Now, I know we've got two um, additional guests today, so it's going to be quite an interesting one. So, we're going to start with Matt. What is your tweet? The tweet was about uh, Nicolas Pepe and his first season with Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they were saying that he does, didn't have as bad a season as my, my people think. I, I actually kind of disagree, actually. I think he, with a £72 million pound in your head, I think you should do... M- m- Pretty much better than you are. I don't know how many goals does he have, but I, don't, I think he should. Sure. He should be doing more. I mean, um, he scored a but brilliant Mar- goal. He scored a brilliant goal. That's quite right, yeah, a lovely goal. Apart from that, and that gave you really quiet. But he just turns up. You know, he, he just proves yeah, he can have that little um, bit of brilliance. Something there. special, yes. Meaning, Mara's in his first season, he got um, seven goals, four assists. But I'm not sure about uh, what's happening at the moment. I mean, I'm, I mean, people uh, remember him uh, about, uh, for the penalty against Liverpool. That's the only thing they remember. Him. Yeah. yeah. That, it, that the penalty against Liverpool. Like the next three weeks where the ball ended up. Yeah, he's got five goals, six assists in the league. I mean, he's still got games to play as well. I think it'd be harsh to slam Pepe so badly because he could turn around and maybe have a good couple of games. But the way Arsenal are playing at the moment, he's going to struggle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he can step up highly next season. I think just because this is it's his first season adapting to the, um, the Premier League, I don't slate him that much. Seventy-two million pounds at the league. Expecting better of him, but mm, so yeah, I have to agree with uh, Matt and Luke on there. With someone with such a hefty price tag, you expect those results immediately. 100%. I mean, you've got players to compare him to as well that come in with the first season. Obviously, James hasn't had the best start, but for his price and ages, you couldn't really say he's been awful. Mm. He's still got room to improve. Mm. And if you look at Bergwijn, how, how much is Bergwijn? Was it 25? Yeah, something like that. that. He's at least been unbelievable. He's been unbelievable. I mean, Bergwijn, I don't know how, how, how no, no one took him before Spurs. I mean, oh, I agree, yeah. He, no, was, yeah. he was doing bits for BSV for two years. Yeah, yeah. it looks like definitely. Mm. He, was, he was always starting for the, for the Netherlands. I don't know why. Nobody took him. I know, yeah. I mean, definitely, it's a bargain boy. It's to get her going for 24 million. It was a typical Tottenham signing as well for 25 million. Didn't splash out big time, but they've got, I think they've got a brilliant player in Bergwijn. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking as a Spurs fan myself, he's a really exciting player. I know we signed, uh, it was Jack Clark at the start of the season. He, I believe he's a right winger as well, but yeah. I just can't Is see that keep him breaking yeah, but yeah. I can't see him breaking into a team for the next 10 years now if people like Bergwijn and Lucas Moura stay. I think yeah. Bergwijn's going to play that Tottenham we're going to try to keep hold of now um, and hopefully he doesn't get shattered um, by me to a bigger club. But knowing Mourinho, um, Stephen Bergwijn will be the best um, right-back in the world within the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we we can do these jokes for years about Mourinho, but I, I do want to bring it back on to Pepe. I'm not denying that he's a bad player. He is still a very good player, but it, it's a price tag that can't be ignored. It's a price tag that needs to deliver on the first day. But anyways, that, that's my take on it. Um, so let, let's. I mean, I mean, oh. I mean, when when Arsenal paid seventy two million, they did not expect him to take a year to settle in. They wanted immediate uh, results. Mm. Yeah, and you do with I mean, something it's... like that because you, you, if he's had the first season like he has had, you start worrying that it's a huge waste of money, and then yeah. you try and get if, money if, back on him. If they if they bought the centre back with that seventy two million, they would be doing much better. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Anyways, um, I want to move on to uh, Ben's tweet for today. So Ben, what have you got? Mine will be um, without one on the front three. See, if we drop one on the front three, we'd be locked off and we can't create none. Sorry, um, that, that didn't actually come through clear because of the echo. And um, can you say it again for us, mate? So, um, without one of our front three, we won't create nothing and we won't win nothing. So, say we showed on and didn't replace them with another world class player. Liverpool, I'm guessing, yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. Um, it's an interesting point because I, I just think as bad as Firmino has been this season. Um, you can't argue he, he he doesn't link the front three. I mean, I think Liverpool's front three have a brilliant bond. I mean, sometimes what Salah doesn't pass to Mane, but still, I think they all fit together without Mane in the team. It won't go without Salah in the team. It won't go. But um, I think possibly they've got to replace him, you know, within the next couple of years. But um, I I I wouldn't say you wouldn't win anything without one in the team. I find this an interesting one because we, we saw that front three not in action against Everton and it didn't deliver. So that tweet may have a point. But I want to hear more of your thoughts, guys. I mean, uh, what was it? Um, uh, if, if they're missing one of their passes, um, can you repeat the, um, the tweet to me, sorry? Um, ben, he's talking to you. He just said um, that he wouldn't win anything um, if one of their front three would be taken out. So, say if Mane wasn't in the team, Liverpool would be nowhere. Or, you know. That squad depth is awful, isn't it? Behind, if you take one of those out, then they really are you know, Rigi and Shakiri, like I think they definitely need more depth, so I agree with that. Yeah, on the point of Liverpool squad depth, it's that they got so used to using... Um, the 11 players they always do that if one does leave it could have huge effects yeah anyways um, let's move on to Lucas tweet uh, my tweet is that um, it's kind of related to Matt's but um, it's kind of a generic tweet that um, Bergwijn is clear of Pepe Bergwijn is not clear of Pepe yeah it's an interesting one I see why people believe that um Bergwijn's a better player. He's had that obvious in, impactful start, but I, I it's believe, too early. Yeah, it, it is still yeah, too early to tell because in a few years that conversation will be completely different as they both yeah. develop into different players. I assume. Yeah. Exactly. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, it's interesting because um, yeah, Bergwijn has had the better start, but um, if you look at the signings, I think. Um, Arsenal needed Pepe more 
they needed someone in the squad to perform. But obviously, he's not performed the best up to now. But next season, he could be a completely different player. What, as long as he gets some confidence under his belt. I mean, look at the goal he scored against Brighton the, the other day. He didn't get the best result, but still, it was an, an amazing goal. So, um, going into the transfer, I think Pepe sounded the bigger transfer at the time. I'd heard of him more than Bergwijn. But mm, yeah. Bergwijn has been better. And I'd say Bergwijn's the better deal because of the price. Mm. Yeah, Luke, um, Luke, what were your thoughts on that going, going in a bit more depth? Um, can you repeat what you said? Um, I'm, I'm just wondering, just wondering what your thoughts were if we go more into depth about that tweet. I mean, um, Bergwijn, you can't drop him that much. He's only had like how many Premier League games, like five games before, but. He nearly equaled um, Pepe's goal tally in the season. So, I mean, uh, I just want to see him keep up the consistency, you know, maybe get like at least 10 goals by the end of the season will be good for Bergwijn, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, definitely. Matt, what are your thoughts? I mean, if you put Bergwijn at uh, Arsenal, it could be a different result. That's very true, yeah. I mean, yeah, I still stand by it, definitely, but... Mm. Yeah, Ben, Ben, what are your thoughts? Um, I believe you did disconnect, but yeah. the tweet was that Bergwijn's miles ahead of Pepe. What were your thoughts? Well, you could argue that because he's, um, he's shown in the past few weeks that he's got potential to be there. But if you look at last season with Pepe, if you can get anywhere near he was last, last season with Arsenal, um, for Arsenal, as he was last season, then it'd be clear of him. But... Mm. It all depends on if you can get back to last time he was at last year. Mm. Yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, we know Pep had an incredible season in the French League, but as you know, many people uh, have criticisms of that league for the defences being mm-hmm. a bit very, very dodgy in certain places. But, I mean, you, going on that, you can argue that he, he struggles in a more physical league where the defending's better. So, uh, do you, do you think he's still with that player he was last season, or do you think he has declined in general? He's still with that player, but he hasn't shown it yet. In my opinion, I think it's going to take him another half a year, and mm. uh, maybe a better better team as well. He looks like the Arsenal team. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, let's move on to Zaki's story. Um, my two, I actually had to check with you before if this was a joke because it was a ridiculous claim. It was um, that Cater was clear of um, Bruno Fernandes. No, no. <laughs> I think everyone is in agreement that is a no. I'm sure Ben is too, right? Oh, I mean, I've seen him Kate's clear. play. Clear. What, what, what? Cater's clear. Clear? No, you can't be serious. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the accent, but did you just say Kate is clear? <laughs> so clear. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I wonder why do it's you not think serious. It's not serious. Oh my it's god. Give me, give me three points. Give me three points and, I, and I'll um I'll, I'll I'll agree. Go on. He's better. He's better. Oh, he's better. Oh okay. Alright. Um no oh. there, there's no comparison, they're completely different too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now that Kate's oh, oh my god, oh, Kate is gonna 
going to turn up the league. Oh my god, he just drops the the pass class yesterday, wasn't he? He, he wasn't point six rating yesterday. Come on, don't kid me. No, like to be fair, I thought he was going to be worse. I thought. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a lot worse, but still, there's no way that, that that's a comparison. I mean, you could say they're a different type of player, but who would you rather have in your midfield, Bruno Fernandes or Keita? Come on. Keita. Uh, Matt, come on, Matt. What do you think? You're you're not a United or Liverpool fan, what do you reckon? <laughs> Matt, Matt, are you there? Matt. Oh, oh, Right, Jack, Jack, you're 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 from a neutral point of view. Who would you rather have in your team, Kato or Bruno Fernandes? I I think I I don't need to answer this. I think you you know the answer because it's a ridiculous ridiculous claim. Yeah, it's Kato. I, I, I as I I believe I said before, I highly rate Fernandes. So <laughs> yeah. the the argument runs its course there for me. Uh, anyways, uh, I want to move on to my tweet. Now, I'm sort of bending the rules here. It was a tweet, but it was a video as well. And there's a video of um, a Mourinho interview where he's discussing the goals the strikers have scored under his style of play. And I, I know, um, I believe it was drug because he made the wrong calculations. But yeah. still, do, do you think Mourinho is getting too heavily criticised for his style of play? I mean, um, he, he's a serial winner, but I definitely think his, his style of play is too outdated now. Like I reckon it was for like the back in 2010 when it really suited um, his style of play, but I think it's so stale now. Like I just don't think you can do it in modern football now the way he plays. The pace of the game, that's why, That's one of the reasons why I can't see Mourinho taking Tottenham to the next step to winning a trophy. Um, of course, he's got trophies behind him, but it's just his style of play, the pace of the game and the pace of how fast it's played. I just don't think Tottenham's team is strong enough and Tottenham's style of play isn't good enough. I mean, it worked against United, but it only got them a draw and that's not going to win them trophies at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I believe I'm impartial on this matter because um, the Mourinho style of play, um, many people say it's a boring style of play. Personally, I, for some reason, I enjoy it. I think it's interesting to study uh, parking the bus because it is a complex tactic to still pull off, even if it is outdated. But still, with, with Mourinho, he, uh, I, I believe it was a few months back when he first joined Tottenham, there were some rumours that he was going to develop a new philosophy for Tottenham Hotspur and it was going to be completely different from his old style of play. But we haven't seen that yet, so I'm, I'm thinking it may come in Tuesday against West Ham because it's a good opportunity, opportunity to attack. Yeah. But I've... I, I think Mourinho said something similar before at another team. Um, do you think he will one day change his style and realise? Mourinho to go back in his style of play. Yeah, too late, definitely. It depends. Going back to the tweet, it's interesting to see how Harry Kane will do under Mourinho. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 could, he could go the right way or he could, he could ruin Harry Kane. His confidence could go forever. Mm. I mean, he's had seven goals in his first 11 starts under him, so he's certainly not performing yeah. badly. So that's a good start, to be fair. And um, But just if um, Kane was to take a move away from United, uh, from Spurs and join United, like he has hinted a couple of times, 
about going to a club winning trophies. Well, obviously United aren't at the moment, but they're a bigger club than Spurs. Um, who have Tottenham got to replace Kane? Well, I mean, we have this youngster, Troy Parrott, coming through. Um, he has got high potential, even if he hasn't had the best of performances in the first team, even if they are rare as well. But he's eight, 18 years old. From what, how he's performed in youth football, he's performed really well. And he's standing out as a top striker. But it's still, if he sold Kane in the next two seasons, he would still not be ready to replace him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's harsh to criticise Mourinho so much. He is such a successful manager. I mean, he, he said what he said on Sky once that finishing second with United was his biggest achievement. And with just seeing United, I mean, they're improving a lot recently. I, I can understand his, where he's coming from there, to be honest. With the squad that he had, because obviously he's not got the signings we've had this year, I think he did really well. And as much as, because I, I didn't enjoy style of play, so yeah, that's he's... one of the reasons I wanted him to leave, to be sacked from United. But apart from that, he's a brilliant manager. He's in-game um, management well. Yeah. Uh, Substitution-wise, and also his press conferences are amazing. <laughs> we, we've all seen a few of them. Anyways, um, Ben, what are your thoughts on Mourinho? Um, for me, born. But to win trophies, I'm going to be like that way, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. But for me... If he came into the pool as a manager, I, I wouldn't be happy to answer it. Yeah, I wasn't happy at all when he was our manager, but he yeah. still took on second place that one season. So. I, I'd get to like him because like, he wins games, he wins trophies, he gets you the points that you need to get pushed that you want to go. But when you have to watch him week in, week out, you, do, you, just, you nearly fall asleep, to be honest with you, watching him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't really enjoy turning up to Old Trafford and thinking, um, another defensive game. Yeah, another he's... boring style of play. I mean, we had the same under Van Gaal. I actually ended up falling asleep at the match once. Solskjaer's <laughs> <laughs> not the manager. He's not got the experience. He, I don't think he's ha- hard enough on the players. I mean, when you get into the dressing room, is he going to be shouting at the players? Is he going to be demanding a better performance? No, I don't think so. But um, yeah, that that's the only um, down point. The football under all is definitely a lot better, especially him. Playing for United and understanding United's style of play, I think he's he's doing well at the moment. Mm, yeah, uh, anyways, that's fair enough, and I think we should wrap that discussion up there. And it's yeah. time to move on to unpopular opinions. Um, I want to start with Luca for this. What's your unpopular opinion? I mean, to us, maybe this might be a uh, popular, but it's between two players. But um, I'm saying that oh seven oh eight Cristiano Ronaldo is the best individual Premier League player in, in Premier League history or season bar player. Hmm. Ah, that's an interesting one. Go on, what, yeah. what do you think, Jack? You, you start us off. Uh, well, I mean, it's difficult to say because there's been so many good standalone seasons. We've had, as you said, 7-8 Ronaldo. We've had 12-13 Bale. Yeah, it was that Dimitri Pyatt season, the Salah season, I believe, 17-18. Hazard as well. But it... I, like we we know that Ronaldo's um, time at United, it doesn't match the time he's had at Real Madrid. You just say it's been better than his time at Juventus. But I, I think that I, I have to disagree. I, I don't know who I say would be, but I I can't put him at at the top. 
I mean, when I tweeted that out, there's loads of scouts were coming and saying, oh, Suarez. Oh, Suarez, no yeah. way. Mm. But, I mean, it, it's very close, I'd say, but... To be honest, I, mean, I can't I... give a, a final answer without being able to compare other seasons. I mean, you got to consider Omri as well, don't forget. Yeah. yeah his assist record was amazing. So, um, no, Ronaldo did... He, he didn't just score, he like assists, free kicks, the way he scored as well. Um, yeah. He's definitely up there, but without knowing what um, other seasons that players have had, I, I couldn't give a final decision. So I, I can agree to an extent, but without knowing, like I said, Omri, you've got um, Van Persie had brilliant seasons. Um, the list could go on forever, but yeah, I could I couldn't actually say a final answer. So yeah, I agree. Ben, yeah. what what are your thoughts from a Liverpool standpoint? Well, obviously I'd be biased and say seventeen, eighteen, Shelley. But I'd agree with um, someone said then that you you can't I don't think you can say one one player as the best um best season at one time. Mm. I mean yeah. you could say it's been it's been so many, hasn't it? It's been so many. Definitely yeah. You could say that the player also has to have some success in that year. They have to have what yeah. a trophy to the name which Ronaldo won the UCL and that, yeah, yeah. And that that's what that's the point I'm about to get to. He, he was successful, so he's got something to go by. It does Hazard, what he, he got the Premier League. Dimitri Payet's definitely not on that level to be compared to Ronaldo. Winning mm-hmm. nothing. What did did Liverpool win anything in the year? Salah had that. Um, no, crazy. it was uh, yeah, the Champions League, but um, the college happened. Yeah, so yeah. still, what you got yeah. close. Close, so I'd say off the top of my head, it's got to be between Henri and Ronaldo. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't like past 13 14 Luis Suarez, but he, he won nothing, did he? I mean, he was close, but... he was close, but he didn't win it. No, I think that's what you've got to have to be able to say the greatest Premier League individual player of all time, yeah. Yeah, same with Gareth Bell, he had a really good season, but he had nothing to show for it, sadly. But, anyways, uh, I'm put, what are we going to say, Ben? Do you agree? Well, Jay, I'm away at this one then. Sorry. Zachy, do you agree? Now that I've thought about the trophies as well, I'm, I'm going to have to agree, to be honest. Maybe next week I'll come on and say, no, Omri, this season was better. But uh, for the moment, I'm, I'm going to have to agree, Ronaldo. Yep. I'm going to have to disagree. It feels like we're missing one particular season of a certain player. We're just missing them out. Um, yeah, you never know. Aguero. Aguero's another one. Yeah. Yeah, the season when he won it as well in the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, but I, there's so many good seasons. I think it's too difficult to put it down to one player at this point in time. I'm anyway. all right. On the topic of Ronaldo, he's just scored the Aventus, so... Oh, wow. Do you know what? I I can see... Maybe I'm just really overconfident, but I can see Ronaldo leaving Juventus. He's lost two finals back-to-back, and that's the first time Ronaldo's done something mm. like that. And he's he's not having the most success. I mean, the, the guy wants to win trophies every year. He can do that at Juventus, but is he going to have to work hard with the league that he's in? Yeah, it's a fair point. Anyways, um, Ben, what's your unpopular opinion? Mom was um, that if Steven Gerrard left Liverpool when he was in his prime, he would have been a much uh, better player than he was. 
Oh, um, what's your reasoning? He would have won more trophies with like she went to Chelsea because when Chelsea first got to hold by uh, the owners, that was mm. a big money, big money move. And Marino came in, who went in trophies. He would, would, be he would suit Mourinho's style of play as well, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. That's, yeah. that's a really interesting point, especially coming from a Liverpool fan as well. I was surprised, fair enough, for saying that. Um, I, I mean, I probably didn't live, but I don't see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, of course, he won the Champions League. He won the Champions League again. He won the FA Cup, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. So, obviously, he's not got the Premier League title, but then most Liverpool players don't have that. Uh, I think that's sort of true for everyone though if they play at multiple clubs they're going to be better players because they get to develop their ability in different systems etc so I think yeah I, I, I'm going to say now I do agree but solely well, on the fact that it's true for every, nearly every single player on the planet but yeah. if Gerard was to have left Liverpool would he still be as big as a Liverpool legend as he is now that's what, I, that's what I want to know Anybody would have left. Uh, Liverpool. I mean, you've got to think about, oh, City's 4-0. Wow. <laughs> Who scored? Um, David Silva. <laughs> Someone just put Phil Foden is incredible, so I'm guessing it's... Uh... No, he's not involved in the goal, but someone just put he's incredible. But mm. David Silva assist. I mean, this is like a typical home win for Man City over... Club in the mid table. Luca, wasn't, mm-hmm. you, wasn't it you that said um, you can see City getting a 5 0 win? Was it? Yeah, it's me who said that. Was it you? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nearly what two predictions right now. You guessed um, the Everton Liverpool. <laughs> and then yeah. I actually had a bet the other day. I, had, um, I think I sent you, Jack, um, for Newcastle to win, Villa to win, and Everton Liverpool to draw. Ah, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it was me who signed it to, yeah, yeah it was nearly bang on. We just needed um, Villa to hang on there, and it was, um, I think it was it was a 1.7k return. I think it was a few folding places, by the way. That's why someone said that. Oh, right, yeah, he's looking mm. good. Yeah, but anyways, um, getting, getting back on to topic, exactly, do you agree with Ben's point? Um. I'm going to have to agree with the trophies part, but I, I just don't think he would have been as big as a Liverpool legend because if he was to go somewhere else, like Chelsea, would Chelsea argue he's our legend considering how much he's done at Liverpool? But um, no, I'm going to agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Luca, do you agree? Um, yeah, I definitely got to agree with that, to be fair. Mm, it's a popular, unpopular opinion. Well done, Ben, especially for your debut. <laughs> Not many can say they... Has the unpopular opinions that as good as yours anyway? Um, Zeki, what's yours? Um, my unpopular opinion, you could say it's been nabbed because I've seen it on the timeline a couple of times, but it's the worst derby in the Premier League or in England is ever the Merseyside derby. Oh, I strongly agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna have to agree too because whenever it's on, it never seems to be um, a spectacle game. Yeah. We we all know the history behind it, but it never lives up to the occasion. I don't necessarily think it's Liverpool's fault. I mean, what they've got, how many players that understand the meaning of a derby? They've got what Trent Alexander-Arnold growing up in Liverpool, so he understands. Mm. But they've not Henderson. Got Henderson, yeah. of course, being a, he's got a captain role and he's been at Liverpool now for how long? But the rest of the players, they're all signings. They've not got many players that understand the meaning of a derby. 
But then if you look at Everton's team, have they got the same? Have they got players that understand the meaning of a derby? And do they have the ability to make it a derby game? That, that's what I think. Ben, what are your thoughts? Because you're in the farming ranger. Yeah. <laughs> My thoughts are that Everton make the derby born. Because every time, no matter what the man did the past five years, well, not past five years, but the past couple of years, they've just been sitting back, hoping for the best. And don't don't get me wrong, the defenders will pass through your derby, especially that position with all the fans behind them. Yeah. Because you know how much it means to the fans in Liverpool, no matter if it's Liverpool or Everton. Mm. It means a lot. So the defensive performances that have been putting in, that's what they made them born. Because they haven't really been trying to attack Liverpool that much. Mm. Shot, on the yeah, base. definitely. I mean, the the game this season when what was it? Liverpool played like half the under 15s against Everton, and they still they still yeah. found a way to smash them. Just showing how boring the Merseyside derby has become. Mm-hmm. I mean, early in the season where Liverpool won four two, wasn't it? When Origi, like, Origi really had a standout performance in that, didn't he? Like he was insane. Like, yeah, even Lovren played good that game as yeah. well. I don't know what's going on then. <laughs> Certainly a reality, but yeah, when when we talk about derbies, um, when when you think of a derby, the first ones you think are, I think, are Liverpool United and Tottenham Arsenal because they're always games mm-hmm. that are full of passion, yeah. and no, no matter who's on the pitch, they know what they're playing for. Yeah, I think United players will be prepared for the derby, especially having a manager who's um been through that. Obviously, Solskjaer yeah. has had the derbies in the True. past, and we have a lot of local players. You, you look at Brandon Williams, Greenwood, Rashford. Yeah, we're obviously growing up in Manchester. Uh, like, came through the academy, he understands what it means. Yeah, is yeah, it's the same case with Tottenham because we got Harry Kane and Harry Winks who, who live and breathe the derby. They've been in Tottenham's academies, and especially with Kane, who used to play for Arsenal's academy. I don't actually know how true that is. But then you've also yeah. got players like Lloris and Vertonghen who have been around Tottenham for Definitely. I believe eight years. Yeah, and, and is that that those aspects to a club are needed for a derby to work? I think. I don't yeah. know if you'd agree. I think these derbies they're gonna. That's why the Merseyside derby is gonna get left behind because as sad as it sounds, there's not enough money into it, especially the Everton side. They've not got the talent for the game. Maybe every now and again they'll perform an upset, but. Um, if you look at teams like Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, United, City, Liverpool, they've always got chance to improve the squad and they've got the facilities to improve the squad. So the derby's always going to be interesting every year. Yeah. And, and they're always challenging for something. Obviously, Liverpool are challenging for something, but the way that Everton have to play is defensive in those games. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, anyways, let, let's wrap that point up. Um, I'm going to say that I agree. Um Pretty much, Ben. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with Tom. Yeah. Yes. And Two weeks Luke, in a row. Come yeah, on. and Luca, do you agree? Yeah, I strongly agree with that. Yes. Well, um, so pretty much everyone has been agreed with, and now we come to me. I know the last two weeks I I haven't succeeded. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping this week I do. As long as it's not based off your football manager, I'm sure. Um. <laughs> Okay. Um, this week we're going. We are going into the past, and my unpopular opinion is that for the majority of his time at Arsenal, Arsene Wenger was an average manager at best. Well, yeah. I'd, at the start, I wouldn't say because you know what he did. He came from a 
Japan and he won like was it four penalty titles in the space of eight years. So I, I don't think you can blame it, but I think most of his career it's just him not being backed by the board and not um, getting the right signings he's really required. But I have to disagree with that, Mark. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Exactly. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It's it's a really interesting um, opinion. Um, obviously, like Luke said, if Wenger, Wenger had the board behind him and he had the transfers that he wanted towards his later stay at Arsenal, maybe they could have got another um, couple of years out of him. Um, certainly, yeah. he, he does not deserve to be disrespected whatsoever. He's a brilliant manager. Um, and he, he had lots of success at Arsenal and I think he was very, very badly disrespected by the Arsenal fans, especially towards the end. I mean, you never see something like that with United and Alex Ferguson. Fair enough. It seems like we've lost Ben as well. So, oh, no, he, he's back. He's back. It's like The Undertaker. <laughs> but, yeah, ben, ben, what are your thoughts on my opinion there? Well, I didn't hear this, so I kept on connecting. Oh, true, yeah. So, it was um that for the majority of his time at Arsenal, Arsene Wenger was an average manager at best. Um, agreed. I agree with that one. Do you want to elaborate more? I think, um, early Wenger days, he went. He was no, he changed the game, in the Premier League. But after a while, you started to just get ways and ways. And um, to go towards the end of the Arsenal career, it was just when's he gonna go? That's all it was. Really, with the Arsenal fans. He didn't want him no more. He, was, he wasn't a great manager. Did you think he was harshly disrespected at um, Arsenal towards the end, Ben? Yeah, yeah I, I do, because if he's been that long with it, you know, he's, he's went to a season invincible. He's won all these trophies. You, you'd never disrespect a man like that, would you? No, definitely. I, I was saying just when you cut off, you'd never see Alex Ferguson, even if he was to turn it towards the end of his career and have that bad season. I don't think you'd get our, uh, United fans with Banner saying, please leave Wenger, uh, please leave Ferguson, sorry. That's a fair point. I mean, he had what, what was it, 22 years at Arsenal? Yeah, I believe so. I just don't get how, if Arsenal, um, if Wenger was average, he wouldn't have lasted 22 years at Arsenal. That's what I've, I've got to say. So I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Mm, but okay. So, well, I, I guess that puts it. 2-1 in favour of, of it being wrong so three weeks in a row no one's agreed with me Wait, what, what was Luca's um, point sorry oh yeah um, did you hear mine um, mine were especially if um, he was backed in 15-16 with a striker you know they had Giroud you know yeah. an amazing season I reckon if they had a different striker like Aubameyang compared to Giroud they would have won the title that year so mm. Yeah, that's my thoughts. So. Yeah, well, that brings us to the end of another unpopular opinions. Now, let's get to the last part of the podcast uh, match predictions. So, we're going to do the fixtures from tomorrow, Tuesday, going into next Monday. So oh, that... 5 0. Sorry, very full. Ah, nothing's right. Wow. So, yeah. My prediction from last week was right, 5 0. Yeah. That's good to know. I can see uh, Odin get his hat trick now. Odin's got two goals. He's just scored again, 5 0. Two goals and a goal involvement. If he gets his hat trick now, he'll be all over Twitter for the next week as the best uh, in England. Of- 
Mm. You certainly will. But yeah, let, let's recap last week's predictions because I, I know I didn't, I don't think I got many right in the end. I don't know about you guys. Um, I mean, we said that Arsenal, if they, me and Jack, um, we said that if Arsenal were to beat City, they'd come back and smash Brighton. And obviously that didn't happen, number one. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, we obviously got the Everton. Um, Luca was certain that Liverpool were going to pick up the three points in that game, but obviously that didn't happen. Obviously, Luca predicted. Luca, did did you say that um, uh, Wolves were going to win as well? I think I said Wolves will win at West Ham. Yeah, I said I could see I could see maybe West Ham picking up some points there, but um, obviously not. Uh, yeah, I, I said that. Not, I believe it's me and Luke who said Norwich would win, but they got yeah, destroyed. Norwich, they got they got tampered in the end by Southampton. We, we looked really good in that in that game. I must say. Yeah, Danny Ings is definitely he makes such a difference to that Southampton squad. Sure, okay, you see his goal. That was a brilliant goal, wasn't it? I know. Yeah, he did. He did miss a couple of chances in the first half, but. Um... But also, we, none of us seen the Leicester. Um, who was it? Watford game. Yeah. We we said yeah. Leicester would um, thrash Watford, but obviously um, it was it was a tight game. I, I believe I believe I said Leicester win for that one. No, I mean a Watford win. Sorry, so I'm sort of happy it ended in a draw. All right, I, 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 yeah, I do believe that Watford are gonna survive relegation this year. But I think we end. all got the Tottenham game wrong. Obviously, that was a draw. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that brings us to the end of the predictions and that brings us to the end of today's podcast. So I'm I'm Jack. Um you can find me on Twitter at all out THFC. Um I'm gonna let the other sign off, so we're gonna start with Zeki. Guys, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MUFC Zeki. Mm-hmm. We've also had Luca. I mean, I'm delighted to be on the podcast again. It went really well. You can follow me on Twitter at SpiderSucker. Hit me up on the. Mm-hmm. And we've also got Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me on for the first time and follow me on the football, Ben. Twin. Don't follow him. He thinks Kate is better than Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, cheers for coming on, Ben. Nice one. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you very much, Ben. But yeah, That'll that's be. the end of our podcast. Thanks for listening. Please share it with your friends and goodbye from all of us. <laughs>